why are people so hesitant to buy a course online? Think about it. Think about it. Would you spend $200 on a calculus course from online? I don't think anyone would. Right. But at university, if you divide your tuition by the courses, that shit costs like 560 bucks or some shit. Well, I think like in university dynamic is really strange where I don't think you're actually paying to learn. You're paying you're paying them for the ability for them to test you. Yeah. It's really just about testing. The the yeah. actual learning component isn't actually the main reason why people go to university. So um, like what if we can just what if in the future like they're able to just separate the costs? Like you're allowed to learn at your own pace. You can learn calculus in grade nine. And then you just pay universities for testing. That is, yeah, that's that's a really fascinating idea. Like, the re- I, I think most of the reason why we haven't done that already is just because of tradition. Like, we've just become used to this process, right? It's always been, like, it's always been done this way. So people continue to do it. Like, now, why, why do we not separate, like, the learning institutions versus the testing institution? Well, it's not even... It's not even a learning institution. I mean, like, well, like I meant like learning institution by like the people who actually like offer the course and like teach the course. Yeah, but and if, then if, there's the testing. Yeah. If you think it's about like college board, it's like AP tests. Yeah, but if you think about what the actual purpose of the university is, they're they're not actually in the teaching business. Like, the vast majority of their purpose comes from research, research grants, PhD students. Like undergraduate is something that they just kind of do on the side just to earn like money. Like the vast majority is going into trying to raise research funds and their endowments, which are basically run like hedge funds. They, they just have this unlimited income stream machine because like people are willing to pay basically anything for a degree. It seems like so like college yeah. debt is like crazy now. It's absolutely insane. But like at the end of the day, there is actually no difference from doing an online course and getting a certificate versus during university and getting a diploma. Yeah, that is, uh, yeah. It's even stranger when you think of like the actual content, like like the, the top one ranking university compared to maybe like the 200, there actually might not be too much of a difference in the actual contents. I but, don't think professors, I don't think a lot of professors actually enjoy like teaching. Well, the job of a professor isn't actually teaching. The, the job of a professor is actually to do research, to publish papers, to raise res- to raise money. And each time you raise money, the school takes you know a cut of it away from you. So I, right. I think many professors they don't like teaching, and it's not their job. But it's just like the university, which is why undergrad education is so bad because um, yeah, the people who are yeah. qualified to teach higher level education don't want to teach. Yeah, and because it's not it's not what they expect. The the reason why people get PhDs and go down this pathway of even a higher level ed- education is because they want to do research. They want to publish papers. So there's definitely a lot of things wrong, but I don't see how it can be fixed because like a large part of the reputation and why the university system works is because of tradition. It's just because it's always been done like that. Yeah. It, it's it's unfortunate it's unfortunate that it became like this 
So, uh, bankrupting the entire generation of millennials. How does that relate to us applying to university? Isn't it kind of stupid that we're, like, like, what are we even applying for? We're applying for credentials, right? They want to do quality control and credentials. It's this weird dynamic, but it, there is this problem. Well, it's not really a problem, but it's just, it obviously, it, it seems like, well, if you, you're, you're from an employer's perspective, you think that a higher SAT score is probably going to mean the person's smarter. But that's just really, it's, it's a lot of the HR departments piggybacking off of the work done by the admissions officers. I also feel like maybe, I think like, um, I feel like universities, they're not run by the government, right? They're private, right? In Canada, they're public. That's why it's so cheap compared to the United States. But the thing is, in Canada, it still doesn't feel very public. <laughs> yeah, well, like, kind of. Think about it. Like, if you think about it, they, they just accept the best students, right? By a filter. Like, they, we don't have a lot of, like, screening like the U.S. does. Oh, well, that's, I think that's mostly because of competition. In the U.S., like, like you can take like Harvard, like the amount of people who want to go to Harvard and the amount of slots that they arrange is, you know, astronomical difference. That's why right. it's so in demand. And if you were running a university, you wouldn't actually want to increase the number of slots. You wouldn't actually want to increase enrollment. That's going to get you pissed. That's going to, that's going to make others pissed of you and might get you fired even. Not like if you, but I mean, if you accept more people, that's more tuition, right? Or like yeah, more income. It 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 is more tuition, but like, there's a reason why Harvard doesn't build more campuses. Like, yeah, you have you they have don't, they don't jack up the prices that much, do they? How, how much is a Harvard tuition? I don't know. Depends scholarships. Depends on I guess a lot of things. But no, if you. Like even you can you can see this kind of happen to like UT kind of hierarchy where you, you kind of have this like informal hierarchy of like UT St. George and then Scarborough and then Mississauga. Like they're basically the same institutions, but like the reputation is just like astronomically different just because of people don't really trust, I guess, new new campuses. Because it's much easier to to go a tradition and just say, um, I'm gonna yeah, piggyback right. the work off of the mission officers at uh, this this place. So really, the mission officers really kind of a kind of a really important role in HR departments. Because that's really what the undergraduate degree is really designed to do. It's 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 just to, it's it's your credential for your first yeah. job. Right, honestly, if you look at a lot of job offers out there, like it's a really really basic job, and all they want you to have is an undergrad. Yeah, well, well one of the reasons is yeah, everyone it's has it because 
undergrads don't even make you that much better of a like employee. Yeah, well, it's it's, it's tradition. I, I don't think there's a lot you can change about that. Like, it doesn't make economic sense for HR departments to recruiting departments to look over every single candidate. Like, it's much easier to use to use uh, education as a filter. It's much much easier. And it's also socially acceptable. Yeah. Like, I don't know. How, how can things be a little bit better? Like, like there, I'm gonna be honest. There's no way to escape credentialing. I think there's gonna be some sort of credential or test somewhere. Like, yeah. Like, I don't know. Unless you're like Elon Musk and you run Tesla and you say, "No, I don't care about your credentials," <laughs> which. Which he, by the way, he he says that, but I, I think his HR department uh, thinks a bit differently about that. Probably. You know, he he can go onto the stage and say, you know, I, I I don't care where you went; it's all irrelevant. But it's uh, it's yeah, still kind of still kind of based off of tradition. Just like like if you were running a company and you went to a good school. You might also want to hire people from the same school that you also went to. That's true. Like, if I were a hiring manager, like, I would. I feel like if I scout kids from Ryerson, they're actually not too bad. Like, yeah, no, yeah. Well, the, at yeah. least the very good ones. No. Like, like this is my point, right? Like, someone from Harvard is going to prefer people from Harvard and the Ivy League universities. Yeah, is that bias? Yeah. Well, it's not really. Well, it's just tradition, right? Because you went to good school, so you want your employees to also go to good school, which is um, no. I, I don't think I don't think it's tradition. I, I think it's just pure personal bias. Although it might be tradition, like AMD is known to take Ryerson students because they actually teach a course at Ryerson. Well, like yeah, you have, you, you have these weird cases where, well, not really weird cases. You have these, like, specific cases where there's these, like, target schools where, like, some companies specifically want to hire from, like, one school, which is basically piggybacking off of the work of the mission officers, and they have... Yeah, it's almost like, this one oh, if I get into Waterloo, I'm automatically guaranteed a job at X company. Yeah, no, there, there's, some, there's some, like, cases of that if you... Like, if you get into, you know, the AFM or accounting program at Waterloo, you know, you have a pretty good shot at landing at KPMG or some sort of similar institution. These are target schools. 